0: Hello and welcome to Game Pass Forever, a standalone segment of the Outside is Overrated podcast. Each month we dive into a new game off the Xbox Game Pass lineup. This segment exists because of the generous support of our backers on Patreon. If you enjoy this content, please visit patreon.com slash oio and consider pledging at least $2 a month to support the show. Outside is Overrated is presented by Premier Health. Check out their website at premierhealthmn.com. I'm your host, Tom Sedlatcha, coming to you from beautiful... Traffic Gridlock <laughs> Roseville, Minnesota. <laughs> and joining me for the discussion today are Hobby Box Joe Burns. Hey yo. And Dr. C, Casey Aline. Hey, what's going on, everybody? For may's Game Pass Forever Game, our benevolent overlords on Patreon chose Marvel Avengers by Crystal Dynamics. The studio is known for the Tomb Raider modern series. Mm-hmm. Marvel Avengers is a broken tech demo disguised as a <laughs> third-person action game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's maybe a little harsh, but
0: that's the experience that I had. I'm speaking from my heart here. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Well, that's one one third of an experience. But yeah. Yes.
0: If uh, if this game worked, you would take the role of the Avengers: Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Iron Man, Thor, and Ms. Marvel. You beat up a lot of dudes. You level up and grind for gear. Nobody laugh at typos in the show notes. We're all we're all humans here. Yeah, they can't they can't do anything bad
1: because that's not Marvel. That's DC.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. I. I make a living with my words and it's just I read these like Ron Burgundy and I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're not you're not at work
1: when you're putting this together though so that's, that's true why. i'm
0: usually tired as balls the girls are down it's like oh well i could go do something fun or i could work on my freaking show notes for OIO. awesome let's go do some show notes
1: well, <laughs> hashtag life choices i mean i added to the show notes on the toilet this morning so. oh awesome okay. yeah
0: well you put a lot in here that must have been a pretty substantial
1: yeah, movement. I, I looked at the, i looked at the time and i was like well because yeah I, I like actually like crapped for maybe like five minutes of it and then i'm just typing and typing and typing and i look <laughs> at the client like geez i've been in here for like 40 minutes and next <laughs> thing you, you know like shower
2: legs are starting to go numb <laughs> a little
1: bit you have to like stretch <laughs> it a little bit you know and then
0: the whole x-files movie is over you come out the credits are running it's like oh I want to watch that <laughs> if this game works you can also join together with your friends for some janky multiplayer mob mashing Marvel Avengers attempts to tell a 12-hour story focusing on the Avengers disbanding reassembling and dealing with domestic and cosmic threats I assume -hmm Burns, you played the demo and you wrote about your experience on OutsidersOverrated.com. You took a
1: wait-and-see approach with this game. Are you glad you dove into it now? I, I am glad that I dove into it right now. I apologize to you if my decision to nominate this has led to consternation and frustration on your part. But...
0: Well, you know, people like it when I'm fired up for the show,
1: so this is going to be a good segment. <laughs> I guess so, maybe. <laughs> um, but I'm glad I did. Compared to my experience with the beta, there's some of the things um, have been fixed up a bit the controls have a better feel to them and the initial mission where you're jumping between all of the characters it doesn't it didn't have as many fumbles as it did as i remember it having when i played the beta and so it it didn't seem like switching between the characters was as clunky as, as it was um and each of them still felt like distinct um so yeah so i think those are some of the things that um, improved for me, anyway. And you've
0: played roughly seven hundred thousand hours of Final Fantasy XIV in between <laughs> the beta and when you played this game. Do you think that experience has made you better at gaming?
1: I mean, it's a completely different game, Final Fantasy XIV, in this.
0: Yeah, no, you'll address this like a real
1: question. It's not just a random um, curveball I'm throwing at you. I, I don't, I don't think I'm any different at gaming. Um, I mean, I did play this at, on hard mode which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I don't know that I'd necessarily recommend that to anybody unless you really, really wanted to beat your head against the wall at times. But um, I don't know. Oddly enough, though, the game still left me quite torn even after investing 30 30 to 40 hours and mostly enjoying myself. And so that's some things that we'll probably unpack as we get talking about this some also.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Casey, you <laughs> played this game around launch. What were your initial impressions of it from then? Or what did you remember from that time? And how did the experience play out this time for you now that the game has been out for like a year and a half, two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: In the beginning, I just remember load times being awful and it was still pretty buggy back then too. And I, trying to think i think i played the demo when it came out as well and that's when i really remember the load times being terrible and this time around they definitely have improved it i still played it on the xbox one so load times were pretty bad but um much better than they were and like joey said there's just a lot of different things with the characters that were i felt ironed out to um make each one feel a little bit more more unique and have their own special skill sets and things like that so um well, you said the load times were bad on the Xbox One. I was playing on the Xbox
0: Series X, and they were infinite. They were infinite, <laughs> at least for the story mode.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk you about your bug later. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty, pretty, pretty bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately, on the on the Series S, uh, the load times actually were pretty quick. And most of the time, like, when you are, like, loading into a mission most of the time I had the option to skip the dialogue that they were having before the mission to actually just jump in if I wanted to, which I'm sure was designed to mask the load times on, you know, older, the last gen hardware. And so I think it actually does a pretty good job of that. Uh, there's there's other games that we've been playing recently that definitely had more problems with load times than this did. Yeah, I'm going to throw a lot of shade at
0: this game, like a lot of shade. This is going to be just a uh, bloodbath on my part, but... <laughs> When it worked, the load times really weren't bad on this Series X. I had only dabbled with the demo. I was really excited to get into this game, and early on, I was definitely enjoying it.
1: It's, it's funny, because when you said that you were like going to be pretty negative about this, I was like, really? Like Last time I remember seeing you talk about it was after we played multiplayer, and granted, we had some bugs, but we had some fun with it. And you had posted in like the Discord that uh you're really enjoying this game so far and so that must have been before uh all heck broke loose
0: yeah and then the next time i tried to load it my save file was bugged and the uh the only thing you can do is delete your progress crystal dynamics tweeted that you just delete your campaign progress no no crystal dynamics i will not I have two young children. My gaming time is very, very finite, and I am not going to recommit hours to the opening of this campaign. Because I was... Uh, Bruce Banner was in the Pacific Northwest trying to find Jarvis, so I know I'm not super far into right. the story. It was only 13%, but like that's yeah. several hours, and I just wasn't going to do it again. Not for anything. Crystal Dynamics, fix your
1: game. It is. For a game that's this far down the pipeline... Uh, and we'll talk about it more as we get to some of those points. There, there are a plethora of bugs, which is unfortunate. And most of it tends to be in the stuff outside of like the actual gameplay. It's the system surrounding it or it's it's like mission progress uh, or or tracking certain things. There's just there's a lot of just weird things that we bumped into that we'll we'll talk about, which is unfortunate
0: it's really unfortunate this game is not a game that just came out this is not a small studio they worked on this game for a very long time it's been out for like a year and a half two years game breaking bugs like Mm -hmm. just not acceptable not acceptable (sighs) let's uh let's try to reset with the single player campaign (laughs) casey you were helping your youngest son play through parts of this game did you get much into the story in this playthrough
2: Yeah, I forget where I left off exactly. I think I actually am about 80% through the main campaign. Um, and I feel bad about that because I was trying to play through the story with my son, but I also didn't want to start all over at the beginning because, mm-hmm. Tom, you know how much that would suck starting mm-hmm. over from the beginning. Um, and he watched me for a bit, and but then got bored with it, moved on to watching YouTube or whatever the heck he does on his Switch. He doesn't actually use the Switch to play games. He uses the Switch to watch YouTube, which I find <laughs> extremely weird.
0: So it's like a Switch
2: tablet. Exactly, mm-hmm. yes. That's um,
0: weird. I'm guessing your son <laughs> has a tablet, too.
2: Uh, well, I had an iPad, but they dropped it. And now it doesn't work anymore. Oh, but, okay, now yeah, I get it. Super fun.
1: Is that better or worse than using your Switch only to play ross Because that's I've played <laughs> my Switch probably for at like 220 hours in the last year, and 95 percent of that time has been Picross games. There's okay. been a few, a few hours of this and that otherwise, but it's mostly been Picross.
0: There I'm, are so many good RPGs on the Switch. Why are you only playing Picross? Cause it's like, I pick it up
1: for like 10 minutes, do a puzzle and put it down, pick it up for another half hour, play a puzzle or two, put it down. And so it's like, it's like my break from other things. Whereas like jumping into Bravely Default 2, it's like, well, I have to do this and that and this. So it's like, it's going to take me some time, but it's like, I can do a puzzle, you know, in, in 10 minutes, five minutes. But then you do, like, three more, and you've been playing for an hour, and you're like, okay, I better move on to something else. Then a half hour later, then you finally put it
2: down.
0: Burns plays Switch wrong. Okay, got that. (laughs) Casey, let's go on a tangent here. What is the most frustrating thing your children have broken?
2: Uh, wow, that's tough. I mean, they've...
0: Because my kids are just babies. Like, they haven't gotten their hands on anything yet. Like, every time we come downstairs, my baby goes for the consoles, and, like, we literally have a barricade in front of them. I'm trying to think. I mean, iPad... You know, that's an yeah, investment.
2: Like, that's... That happens. Most of the time, like, grandma got on that for Christmas, so it wasn't completely on me. Like, actually, the most pissed off thing that I've gotten most recently... Uh, we got Gavin a ukulele for Christmas, hmm. and his older brother Caden was messing around with a soccer ball in the house and decided to kick a soccer ball straight into the ukulele and snapped it in half. Oh <laughs> no! So that was super cool. <laughs> uh, we've got lots of dents in the walls from other stupid stuff, like just. Well, throwing you put things one of those like, in
0: there from playing VR, right? Didn't n- you? Well,
2: <laughs> I did punch the wall with VR. Yeah, it, it, when we first got it, the first weekend. <laughs> and I did not dent the wall. I thought I broke the controller, but I did not dent the wall. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that. I mean, that's the most recent frustration is the ukulele. But they've definitely broken screens on quite a few tablets and stuff, which is which can be frustrating. Uh, but back to the Switch thing, though, I want to <laughs> say this real quick. So one uses it probably ninety percent to watch YouTube. Chase has a Switch as well, and he has not played it once since he got an Xbox <laughs> Series X. So it's been sitting in his room collecting dust for over a year now. So we got the Xbox Series X Christmas of not the most recent Christmas, but the one before that. So yeah, so about, what's that, 16 months now of dust collection. (laughs) Hasn't touched it once. So two two Switches, nobody's playing Nintendo. (laughs) 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 Kind of sad. I'm, I'm about to take it for a car ride and things like that because there's some good games on the switch i'm like
1: what are you guys doing like an old rabid dog you're gonna take it on a car ride out to a cornfield and shoot the
2: switch that's That's a little aggressive i'm just you know for me sitting there like oh it's like trips up to the parents cabin like i'm gonna take the switch (laughs) and play it because i'm sick of it collecting dust i see okay that makes more sense it's like a lot less aggressive (laughs) go office space on it and just smash it in the cornfield
1: damn it feels good to be a
0: gangster I should have got the OLED. Oh, no, I can. <laughs> Bernsey, you put a ton of time into this game. What are your thoughts on the story? That, for us, generally the most important aspect of a game.
1: Yeah, the story is actually really well done. As much as some people hammered the game when it launched for all of the characters looking like they're just basically cheap dime store knockoffs of the MCU characters, well, I actually think they're pretty good.
0: I agree that they look good, and like you know, that's what the characters look like. Like Chris Hemsworth yeah. looks like the stereotypical Thorus. It's it's hard to get away from that, right? Right, and so
1: I mean, I think they're fine, and I think the voice actors do a really good job, like all around, uh, even for like the side characters. There's lots of like interesting bits of banter, either when you're like in an elevator or when you're wandering around the Chimera, which is the massive helicarrier that you have as your base. Um, and you can just find people and have a couple uh, little lines of dialogue with them. It's all it's all not really me. good stuff. <laughs> well, not you, unfortunately. Um, so overall, the story buildup is good, and it's a fun experience. Um, I, I think it's worth experiencing the um, operations that they add afterwards. So the first operation is Avengers Assemble. That's like the main story. And then when Kate Bishop and Hawkeye were introduced, they each get their own little... Um, their own sort of story operations. The Kate Bishop one I actually just finished, I think is like six or seven story missions specific to her. So I'm guessing there's about six or seven that are specific to Hawkeye. And my understanding is the Black Panther Wakanda stuff is about the same size as like their two mission sets combined. So they've actually added quite a bit of content to the game. And And so far it's all been, it's been pretty good and they do a really good job. I think also with like the villains and it's it, like there's some like baiting and switching and it's not, you don't know everything always. And so it, it kind of takes you for a couple of loops here or there, which is awesome. One quick clarification. These are all free upgrades to the yeah. game.
0: So like it's all free content that they've pushed out post launch, which is great. Uh, number point, number two, I'm going to get so pissed off learning more about this game because like I'm so frustrated. I saw a video of Modoc online. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. I really, really wish I could experience that.
1: Yeah. Nope. Well, maybe, 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 you know.
0: Yeah, just delete my progress and get back to it. If when it I comes have time. free Perfect. on
1: PlayStation, you could play it there. And then uh, maybe then you don't run into the bugs there, but it's probably, bugs are probably everywhere. I'm guessing it's not just an Xbox related thing. Um, but speaking of negatives, there were still some negatives that I ran into with it. So this is kind of like the other half of the spectrum. So the War Table, I think they do, it does an admirable job of representing like these are all the missions that you have that you can do. Here's the story missions. Here are like the side things that you can do that are the same types of things that you do in the multiplayer. Um the thing that's weird about it though are the numbers that they show above it, like the power level that you need to have. And this is maybe at least this is just what it's like on hard, so maybe that's what threw me for a loop, but they're always red. So for a while, I thought I couldn't progress the story because they're red. So I'm just doing all this freaking side stuff until finally I click on it. It's like, oh, I can do the next story mission. So some of that stuff's just not really well defined and doesn't make a lot of sense. And I mean, across gaming, red means you can't do that. Well, right. Red means stop. Like, right. it's not just gaming across life. Red means stop. Yeah. But for this game... You have to click into it, and then it'll tell you, you actually can't do this. Your power level's too low. Like, there's a little banner that shows up. A Bruce um, banner? No, no. It's just a banner that says power level too low.
0: (laughs) It'd be awesome if the Hulk was just, like, smashing. I mean, the Hulk does a lot of smashing.
1: Yeah. So, um, otherwise, one of the other things I found with the story specifically is that you get pigeonholed into playing certain characters because as you're progressing through the story, the characters that you've had longer are the ones that get more power. And as you're going through the story, the, the like limit for how much power you need in order to do that is going up and up and up until you get one of those characters. And then the, the story mission that's specific to them, like Iron Man say, um, is lower, but then you want to do the next story mission with Iron Man. It's just like, Nope, power level too low. So you either got to grind ground, grind side stuff in order to get him up there. Um, or you just go back to playing as Hulk or Ms. Marvel because you got them first. And so that's some of the things that also were a little frustrating. I mean, the characters were both fun to play as still. So, I I mean, I played mostly through as Ms. Marvel um, a lot of the story stuff because it was just easiest because I was always playing as her. Um, there's also a couple portions of the story missions that, on hard difficulty anyway, are insanely difficult. There were two... Or three times where I was stuck on one segment of a mission for over an hour, because of the amount of dudes that they throw at you, it's just so tricky to navigate that. Like, you have to pretty much parry or dodge everything, like, perfectly, and set things up and separate out enemies. Like, you really have to do a lot of kiting and then attacking. Um, and But... What'll happen is you'll get to the final wave and that final guy will kill you and you got to play the entire battle over again. And so most of the time through the game, they do a really good job of checkpointing you relatively close to where you're at. But some of those like really key story missions, there's some monster closets you get stuck in that are just... Insane.
0: So let's dive into something real quick. Why did you decide to play this game on hard mode? I know when we played Call of Duty, uh whichever one we did for New Game Plus Black Ops, Cold War Black Ops, you played that on hard too. Why did you play this game on hard and when do you choose to actually bump up the difficulty on a game?
1: Um, so I've been I've actually been playing things unless they're games that I know like Dark Souls or anything like that. Like I don't even know, do they even have a difficulty toggle though? No. So but unless it's a game that I know is supposed to be really hard, I like challenging myself to that. And then I'll back down if I want to with this game. It was like, most of the time it's not that hard. And so it was good to have that as, you know, cause it's a little bit of a challenge. Like you actually have to put meaningful combinations together to get through things, which I like because it helps me to learn the different combos more. Um, and, and it's, you get like you have access to so many abilities that you can learn. And so like it makes it more meaningful to say, okay, this is what I want to do. And I want to, I want to like unlock this next, because this is going to unlock this ability to do things. And so I think doing it on hard mode makes me think more about that stuff. Cause otherwise, if I didn't, I'd probably just not even pay attention to what I'm leveling up. So it almost forces me to focus on that stuff a little bit more.
0: Speaking of not paying attention to when you're leveling up, when we were playing our multiplayer session, we were playing as different characters. I was bouncing around a little bit, gaining a lot of levels, and like I thought the leveling up was so tedious that I was just chucking random points and random things.
1: Yeah. I, so and that's a, that's like the benefit of playing through the the story stuff or playing f- playing playing through on your own is that you have that time once you get skill points. To, to look at it and figure it out because um, you do you literally have to really look through those menus because there's there's four pages of skills that you can lock uh, unlock now granted the last couple pages you, you don't unlock until you're like over like level 25 or, or, or higher. But like the first, so here's your first page, which is your basic skills. So you're gonna have one tree that's your melee attacks, one tree that's your ranged attacks, one that's going to be like what your superpower is, and then depending on how the character, it'll be another one. So like defense for one character, um, or it or it'll be um, like aerial stuff if you're if you're uh, Iron Man um, or Thor. I think has like an aerial tree kind of thing too. Then you have a second page, which is mostly going to be like leveling up your special abilities. So you have your three heroic abilities. You have your heroic um, support ability. You have your heroic um, a- attack ability or assault ability. then you have like your, your ultimate heroic, which is like the really big thing that you do. So Iron Man, you, you called in the Hulk buster and you just beat the crap out of things. Um, with Ms. Marvel, you are in biggin and you're just this, you know, you know, you're basically like giant man, you know, and, and smashing things and hitting everything like that. Um, and so, you have each of those different abilities. You can level up things. And one of the really cool things, I know I didn't really write this down in here to talk about. There's only so much time when you're on the toilet. I know. I know. Uh, (laughs) One of the really cool things that they like they do with it is a lot of those, you have two separate, like you have two separate abilities that you can unlock per, uh, per like special. And then within those, once you unlock that, you can toggle one of three things. So you have a special ability for, say, if you're Ms. Marvel in and when you unlock this one thing, then you can purposely go in there and switch it after that between, like, either making your Bigan last longer, making it so that you heal everybody else, or drop like Regen potions for everybody else when you destroy things, or it's just going to make you do more damage on your attacks. So you can basically specialize your character for who you're playing with. To either be more support or just be in that mode longer or just being doing more damage, Uh, which I think is it's a really neat idea. And each of your specials is going to have two of those toggles that allows you to kind of mix and match how that special ability functions and what bonuses you get from it or your party members get from it. And so I think that's a really neat system. And there's lots of really cool things that you can that you can just dig into to make the character feel the way that you want to. And I think that's something that they did a really good job with. That's fascinating. We were talking about the story. I think you
0: had some issues with the end of the Avengers initiative. So I I found
1: out actually today, and it took a while, that it – so, okay, and this is – when you're on the main – when you get in the main menu, you have, like, your four operations that you can go between, which are the main story missions, and then you have the Avengers initiative, which is actually, like, the multiplayer – I kept getting confused as too because you go to your objectives page and that's all like the chains that you can finish that, to get extra benefits. And so once I got to the end of Avengers Assemble and saw credits, um, I still had 92 percent on that. I was just like, well, what do I have to do? Well, I find Nick Fury and I start talking to him and he's like, oh, well, go to the eastern seaboard, do all this random crap. So do three drop zones, which are like the really short multiplayer missions that um, you can do solo with bots also, which is all I've ever played it as. Um, and then, and then it's like, oh, well then, and then do this one um, villain sector, which is like, basically you're leading up to a villain boss fight. Uh, so you do that you're great. And then it's like, oh, okay, now you need to go to the Utah Badlands and do the same thing or not the same thing, but different permutations of the same types of things. Uh, and, and so, you know, I'm thinking that this is what I have to do to get to 100% on, Avenger, on the on the uh, Assemble mission, but it's not. That's apparently a bug, that it's stuck at 92% for <laughs> oh some people. God. Sometimes if you beat a mission, it goes to 100%. It really doesn't matter. Like, you've beaten the game. There's no, like, achievements that are locked by it, um, but but that's a bug. Then the bug I ran into thinking that that was what was causing me not to get to 100% was that um, when you get to the snowy tundra, you have to complete a hive mission. And I've defeated the hive in the snowy tundra th- three times now, and it hasn't, like, registered on that objective to move it on to the next one. So it's like, there's another bug that uh, that's in there. And so for a game that's been out for two years and granted i know in software when you put something new in it can break things that were in there previously so i can completely understand that working in software i know how that happens but yeah it's it's like that's and that stuff's like frustrating one of the other really frustrating things is i i'm i'm the type of person that if there's notifications in the game telling me (laughs) there's something new I like clear that crap out. I don't want that sitting there blinking at me. There's one that's on the marketplace that you just can't get rid of. It's just always there, which part of me is like, oh, okay, that's them saying, oh, go into the marketplace. Like just like the little way that they draw you in there. But it happens on like the objectives tab, too, where every now and again, you just can't clear out all of the all of the notifications in there. And so it's just like some of those little, like it's a little bug, not a big deal, but it's annoying.
0: It would have been uh, fun if we had each kept a list of bugs and we could have just gone rapid fire around the table, just (laughs) listing the thousand bugs in this broken tech demo.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I think, Otherwise, it's like it's a fun game. Like I've enjoyed the time I've spent with it mostly. So I was really
0: into the game. I was really into it until mm-hmm. it bugged out. I and I just I couldn't avoid making this comparison. I don't understand why people were so up in arms about Cyberpunk because like at least Cyberpunk, from what I heard and read around launch, like it was still playable. I literally
1: cannot play this game. There were some like if you were trying to play it on. I think there were some instances where you couldn't play it on, like, Xbox One. Like, oh, okay. it, so you it got to the points where you couldn't. And I think PlayStation 4 had issues, too. Um, I, I, think, I think the big difference is that Cyberpunk was a much bigger game. It had a much bigger footprint. I think the problem Marvel's Avengers had is... That it's a broken buggy mess? Well, I think people were trepidatious about it from the get-go. Um, it's, you know, games of a service game coming from a studio that never really did multiplayer... And so I think a lot of people were trepidatious of that. People were turned off by some of the initial reveals of the game because it just didn't look like what they wanted it to be. And so I don't think it was expected to be as big of a deal. So I think that's why the bugs that are still persisting aren't as big of a deal because it just wasn't as highly anticipated as Cyberpunk was. The bug that keeps me from playing the story is a big deal to me. Oh, I can completely understand. (laughs) Delete your save file, Tom. Yeah, it's that easy.
0: You're trying to get me to say the F word (laughs) on the show that I don't edit. (laughs) I mean, ultimately,
1: you've you've it wouldn't take you that long to get back to where you're at.
0: No, but it would take me like a full night of my gaming time. No, that's true. That's full night of my gaming time. I understand. In addition to the single-player campaign you may or may not be able to play, there is a janky-butt multiplayer where you and up to three friends can battle through missions together. Casey, one of the highlights of this entire game experience for me was how much you enjoyed playing multiplayer as the Hulk. What stood out to you about the multiplayer?
2: Uh, unfortunately, the thing that stands out to me was how, how buggy it was for us to actually try to get it to work from the from the beginning. And maybe we kind of touched on it, it was that we were playing on different consoles as far as i was on a xbox one and you guys mm-hmm. were on s's and x's so my load times were a lot slower than yours yeah. which i think kind of bogged everything down i don't think it was it that i think you it think was just
1: well we had some issues with outriders too with matchmaking for and i don't know if it was similar things or if it's just because it's a square enix game and multiplayer as long as it's not final fantasy 14 is problematic in square enix games maybe i don't know um
2: yeah, yeah, I don't know. When we did get it to work, though, man, I had a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it was uh, unfortunately we only got to play it the one time because yeah. just I don't know. You play, playing with so, friends is is a blast. Yeah. You were so
0: <laughs> joyous and gleeful.
2: <laughs> like even Joey commented, "Is like Casey, you're a, you're having a really good time here." <laughs> Hulk is fun, man. We'll get into it, but Hulk, I I just love smashing things.
1: It's it's and it is unfortunate because some of the missions that you unlock like later on as you get to higher power levels. Like, playing through them, it's like, this would be a lot of fun playing multiplayer. Uh, And and because you can have different people, like, you could coordinate with people to do different things at the same time so it doesn't take nearly as long. So that would be awesome. But I think it's just a lot of fun. Like, we were really only playing drop zones because that's all we really had access to. Those are, like, super quick, like, 20 minutes in and out, and that's it. Yeah, it was fun, but those are very basic. Yeah, when you get to hives that are basically six of those drop zones kind of piled on top of each other with other things to uh, find within there. Like those are a lot of fun uh, doing some of the vault missions are fun too. Um, lot, well, you can get lots of unlockables um, or lots of like, that's a good way to up your power levels to do the vaults um, because you get lots of gear from those. And so I think, uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate because there's lots of ender, more end game things that I think would be even more fun. Um, as a group that we just never were really able to get to um, before we were recorded here. Yeah, and I doubt that I am ever going back
0: to this janky mess. (laughs) There's also something, an experience, a shared experience that we had in that multiplayer that I wanted to bring up. And I just, I hate strangers so much. I just hate random people on the internet. And like, I get it, I'm abrasive. And like, Casey has had the wonderful joy of like being the sole source of my abrasion on this show for the last year or so. And like, you know, I rub people the wrong way, but we played with one stranger and like they were they were not a beginning level character. They had some power level to mm-hmm. them and they just didn't play it. They like they just sat there. It's like they turned the game on and just wanted to collect the experience from us doing the mission and like so we were on man, We are three people in a four person mission and like we wound up getting our butts kicked and It was yeah. just super frustrating. I just I hate random strangers on the internet.
1: Well I think the other thing and the reason why I never really played quick matches at all um, or tried to do multiplayer is because there's some of like a lot of these maps, unless it's like the drop zones where it's really just, you go to the bottom level and you do the thing. And that's that Uh, a lot of them, there's so many different ways you can go. And so many different things that you could do other than just like where the white dot is telling you to go. And like, you can't coordinate that if you're not talking to each other. And so it's just, I just didn't want to even mess with that. I'd rather go through, pick up all the things I can to gain as much power as I can and, 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 you know, and since I just wasn't going to talk to strangers to try to figure that out, so I just avoided it. Yeah. Boo, strangers. Boo. <laughs> well, if a broken campaign and buggy
0: multiplayer isn't enough, good news, this is also a game as a service. <laughs> there are tons of currencies and things you can buy. Casey, you shelled out for a primo edition of this game for your son. What did you think of having additional options for things to buy on top of that more than $60
2: purchase? I actually think it was 80 Uh, (laughs) So, But, yeah, we haven't bought anything additional, and I don't plan to. Um, It's just kind of disappointing, and I don't really get the draw of spending real-life money to look cool in a video game. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something that has been around forever, like all the way back to Ultima Online when you could buy blood red and, like, pure black and stuff like that. And it's like, I just don't understand that. You know, sitting around, ooh, you look awesome at a bank. Like, you know, always you're sitting there, like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Same same as this game. Like, cool. Well, you, let me you, cut you off different for a second. load screens. Awesome.
0: Speaking of Ultima Online, the first, like, in-game item that I ever purchased was with real money was a house in Ultima Online. I went on eBay, bought a house, got ripped off.
2: Yeah. See, but a house makes sense because a house... You actually do stuff with it's storage. It's like your life in that game, basically, online. Where literally no
0: other space to place a house in the game. Like the only way you could get a house at that time was to
2: buy it online. Yeah, and otherwise you're sitting at a bank and using the small size in that. But so having a house in that game, (laughs) my bank was a good size. Makes sense, (laughs) and I just don't get it. Like Fortnite, my kids have pumped so much freaking money into Fortnite just to buy the coolest newest outfit and i'm like does it give you any sort of tactical advantage well no like what the hell is the point like why am i you want me to spend $20 so you can look cool jumping out of the ship with your cool glider and your special pickaxe like what in the hell if you <laughs> but it's don't go on forever
1: if you don't have that stuff you're a freaking noob and yeah. everybody's going to know it so yep. you got to you got to you got to glam up
2: that's right oh uh, yeah i just don't get it and like that cool. would literally
0: drive me insane like when someday my girls will get to that phase where they're gonna want me to buy cosmetics and games too and like I just that is going to drive me crazy. I'm gonna say get a job
2: <laughs> yeah I mean that's it too you know do your GD chores and maybe then we'll talk but yeah it's it, I don't know it's I guess that's been something that's been around on forever I will I'll well, never get it and uh, I don't like spending money on it but when they're your kids, a lot of times you're like, Fine, shut up, do it. <laughs> I love uh, I you, there. Oh, yes. no, no, shut up. Not I love you, shut up. Um, but yeah, so we, I haven't bought anything in this game. I don't really plan on buying anything else in this game. Um, I can see um, where some, if you feel like you need to advance a little bit faster to maybe unlock certain levels to play certain boards, like where that could come in handy, uh, if you just don't feel like grinding, like that could be something where... For the record, spent, that's cheating. Spending a couple, well, yeah, but like that's, I, I could see that as... as yeah, people pay money to cheat the all the time. Like,
0: yeah. I get it. They, I, I get why people do it, It's but it's cheating.
1: They also got rid of the ability to buy most of those types of things. Like, you can get experience boosters. You can get boosters that, like, will give you more of, like, the fragments, which are, like, the, the really base uh, unit that you use to buy gear in the game. Um, but otherwise they got rid of a lot of those cause they got a lot of flack for that exact reason. So now you can get them in some bundles and you do like, I think it's like every day you log in, you get one of those like catalysts for free. Hmm. And so you, as long as you go to the marketplace and download it, or maybe it's once a week. I, I think it's more than once a week though, but whatever. So you do get some of that stuff for free. Um, and I, I did spend like 20 bucks, um, on this game, uh, twice. Tell me you got a lobster hat for Thor. No, no. So, <laughs> And the the reason why I bought it wasn't to look cool, although one of the packs I bought did give me the skin that I have on Iron Man and Captain America right now, because it's like their classic late 90s, early 2000s costumes, which I thought looked really cool, but that wasn't the reason I bought the pack. I bought the pack for the main currency that comes in there, which, shoot, I broke it down somewhere, but I can't remember. Credits. So credits is like the cog looking thing or the plus sign looking thing, which is the main... That's like the most premium currency that you have in that game. That's what you buy skins with. You also buy... um, You can buy most of the other things with it as well. But it's also... You need to have a thousand credits in order to unlock the challenge cards for Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. And so... So that free content that we were talking about earlier. Well, so... But here's the thing. It technically was because if you started playing the game at launch, right... You've probably maxed out all your characters. You go through the challenge card of all of them. With each of them, you get like 900 of those credits per finishing those challenge cards. So you'd have nine times six. You'd have 3,600 of those. 5,400. 5,400. There you go. That's math. Um, <laughs> you'd have 5,400 of those credits hanging around. Now, if you spent that on all these other things, then you're SOL. But you'd have a 1,000 credits easily to be able to. Drop into them. I started when we were playing multiplayer. I was playing as Hawkeye because I wanted to mess around with how he worked, and it was like, oh, like I would be getting things if I had unlocked this. So it's like after we played that, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna buy the thing to unlock this. So which you can play as the character without the challenge card, exactly. Which is like defeating the purpose because it's like, well, what? are the, Like I should be getting the benefit of advancing through the challenge card while also doing that. So I spent twenty bucks to basically get enough credits to buy those two challenge cards. By the time I finish the Hawkeye um, portion of the expansion, I'll have enough credits to easily get Black Panthers.
2: I think the primo edition that i bought too I like because some. i think we yeah. unlocked all that i think all that's included so like we i haven't messed around with it yet but i'm yeah. almost positive that is included yeah granted i've spent a buttload of money and you can get this game for free right now while well, not technically free you still got to pay for your game xbox pass. game and pass subscription but <laughs> well, technically free <laughs>
1: the one thing before we <laughs> jump off of that topic the one thing that i am frustrated that they have mostly locked behind those credit paywalls are the takedowns. So, and that was like what you were saying was the most fun with Hulk, right? Are the takedowns that you can do. So basically yes. you're
0: literally giggling every time you did it. <laughs>
1: yes. You build up a meter. I don't know if it's stagger meter, stun meter, whatever the heck it's called. You build up a meter on the enemies that you're fighting. If you hit them enough um, and sometimes you can boost the amount of damage that you're doing to that meter, it'll give you the option to hit uh, Y and B On the controller which will do like a finishing move or a takedown it's not necessarily a finishing move because you don't always kill them with it um and there's you can have up to eight of those active on your character at a time so that each time you do one you do something different at first if you don't have any unlocked you're just doing the same thing over and over which for a game that's like pushing you to do that stuff it gets repetitive seeing them to do the same thing over and over that's like the one real bummer that's like locked behind those credits because it'd just be more fun to see you doing lots of different, fun, goofy things. Yeah. Um, because some of them are, because I went through and looked at them all. Like, some of them are pretty funny of the the different things that you do. Like, Ms. Marvel, the one that you unlock with the challenge card, she takes, holds the guy with one hand and smashes him into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, is like, like a nail going into a board. Uh, I think that that's, that's funny, you know? And yeah. so that's, it's. I just wish... I, I just wish that more of those were available outside of spending those credits. Oh, I hate this game, Burns. <laughs> I hate this game. Yeah. And then you have the units, which are like the little green rectangles that you earn. Those are what you spend at the uh, cosmetics vendor where you can buy mostly nameplates, skins, emotes. Um, but sometimes they do have takedowns available in there to buy, but not usually. Um And so, like, that's another currency. You get that from chests, from doing your challenge card, as well as then um, you get it from some of, like, finishing mission chains. So, for instance, you end up doing mission chains every day that you can do, like, dailies, basically for either S.H.I.E.L.D. or for the Inhuman uh, Alliance. Um, or hank pym the inhumans are in this game yeah well well, that's the whole setup of the game you got that far because ms marvel's an inhuman yeah Yeah, yeah, of course in this game yeah 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) okay burns we're coming at this from two different perspectives like i wish i could have played more of this game you played a fair amount of it is that daily stuff fun is it rewarding to unlock those currencies to buy more cosmetics like is this at its core a fun experience when it works which unfortunately for me it didn't i don't know if anyone picked that up while listening to this episode (laughs) is it a fun experience the total package so
1: like with the with the dailies basically you unlock them and if you do a couple of missions you're going to accomplish most of them right so uh, just earlier today like they reset at like noon or something like that each day so when i was playing earlier today they reset midway through and so i unlocked all of them uh, you get eight per faction. So I had 16 active. By the time I did two or three missions, I only had one left. And it's just because I didn't fight enough dread bots, like the, the really big dudes with the vents on four sides. Like I just didn't fight enough of them that, that. So otherwise you just, you're gaining free stuff by doing that. And then each one of them also has one specific mission to do. So for shield, it's to go to one of the vaults in one of the regions do that. You get a drop of 500 or a thousand units. Um, and then with the inhumans, it's usually fighting one of the villain sectors or, or one of, yeah, one of the villain sectors. And once you do that, you get 500, a thousand units plus like your upgrade resources that you have as well. So you get like, you get a drop of a lot of things and then you get experience with those two factions where you can buy stuff with like the fragments that you get for disassembling all your crap. Casey, you play Star Wars Galaxy of
0: Heroes every single day. You're a person who can get into a phone game like that where you have to log in every single day. Does the thought of turning on your Xbox One every day appeal to you to do your dailies and grind out some of the stuff that you already paid an extra $20 for?
2: For me, no, but I could definitely see how for some people this would be. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a game... This. I almost think this game has too much going on and mm-hmm. that probably contributes to some of the bugginess of it mm-hmm. because at times it's completely overwhelming. Like when you go back and you finish a mission and you go back into uh, your, your base or you're in the helicarrier or wherever you're at. And then you have to go to all these different vendors to see like, okay, um, what did I unlock with that? Am I able to get different clothing? Am I able to, to do this now? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like the, the, Thing that I enjoy most out of this is doing the missions and mm-hmm. playing as the characters. I I don't really want to invest that much time into into the rest of this this game. Which, I mean, I, I can see why they did it. They wanted it to be a, a big, massive project, and it was. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, with some of the the bugs and stuff, it just didn't really work out. I think as well as they they had planned.
1: Yeah, and so far, like I've still Damn. enjoyed it. Like going through and playing it, like once I get through all the story content, will I go back in just to level up like all my characters? You're going to gonna power drop level? this game
0: like a bad habit.
1: Probably after I finish, like after I play through the Wakanda stuff. Like, I really do want to play through and see all the story stuff they have. Me too! But uh, sorry. <laughs> But uh, once that's done, I don't think I would turn on the machine just to do a couple of missions to unlock dailies. Uh, I just don't think that that's going to happen, but who knows? Well, well see. I
2: think the difference, too, between that and a mobile game like Star Wars Galaxy Heroes, is Star Wars Galaxy Heroes I can log on for 15 minutes, I can get everything that I need to get done, and then I can Text be Tom basically to do done stuff with for it Alliance for the whole too. game. Yeah, <laughs> And then like hop on another six hours to collect whatever the heck is on there. But this game, you log on it, you're going to end up spending a good hour probably at least playing through the missions just to do those dailies, if not longer, so most people probably don't have that amount of time, unless you're just playing this one game and you don't have children and anything else going on, and maybe then you would have time, but I don't If you have that much time,
1: you should support OIO on Patreon. Tom, really, you could turn the game on, do the infinite load and play the game every night while you do stuff with your kids. Like, seriously you really could play it every night you wouldn't get anything for it other than just running your Xbox every night. But
0: Yeah, take that environment.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just one more thought before we move out the game as a service model. I generally don't mind games as a service. Like, Overwatch didn't bug me with loot crates. It didn't drag down the Division or Destiny for me. But the biggest thing yeah. is, all of those games work, yeah. and they work with a level of polish that's like, it sets a standard, and Marvel Avengers, for as much as like playing the characters is fun, it just this broken buggy mess drags down the experience. Yeah, and if this was like a
1: couple months after launch, you'd maybe be like, "Okay, they're going have, to fix it." I'd have a lot more patience for it then. But they, but they obviously haven't, and I highly doubt they ever will at this point. Yeah, I'm sure the cash machine is churning.
0: Like you know, you got Keese's kids in there needing their twenty dollar pickaxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's spend some time talking about the individual heroes. Burns, you tend to like the straight man. Did you spend all of your time with Captain America?
1: Uh, well, so as I, as I said before, I played through most of the main story as Ms. Marvel. So she's, like, my most played character. Uh, what was your level of familiarity with Ms. Marvel going into this game? Zero. Like, yeah, yeah, me The only too. thing I know about Kamala Khan, other than, like, hearing some people talk about her, um, is what I experienced in this game. And actually, I think they did a phenomenal job with that character. It made me interested in wanting to, like, look back at the comics and read through that. I know the setup's going to be a little bit different in the comics... But uh, it's just, she, she's a really intriguing character in this. And, um, and and yeah, I think they did a really good job with that. Otherwise, probably my most fun characters to play through as. Um, the ones that I'll like level up like after that. Because yeah, I have her at like power level 110 right now. She's level 26 or 27. So, so like I've gotten her to basically you get a mightiest Avenger um, objective that you complete when you get to power level 80 and level 25 with a character. And so, so I have her like close to like end game level to play as, um, with like the final, the final items there. Um, Captain America and Black Widow are probably the other two that I enjoy the most. Um, I, 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 Black Widow's abilities, like her special ability with the invisibility I think is really good. That would be really helpful when you're playing like multiplayer, because it's just like everybody gets free reign and they do more damage and can surprise enemies and, and stagger them faster when they're all invisible. And so I think, and she has a lot of mobility, which is fun. Uh, and then Captain America, like chucking the shield at people is a lot of fun. Uh, and his his special abilities can do just a whopping amount of damage. Uh, so yeah, those two are the ones that I I also enjoy the next most. Casey, did you get Beyond Hulk Smashing?
2: Uh, well, you're forced to play with everybody, but, yeah. I mean, nothing... Oh, I nothing, wish I was forced nothing. to play with everybody. <laughs> nothing for me beats the Hulk. Um, just... <laughs> he's super simple to use, because you're just hopping around, smashing people. And then, like we talked about, the, the animations for me are what really put him over the top, and it's unfortunate that a lot of people won't be able to do that, because they're behind a bit of a paywall. But when you get that that special, and you're able to pound people into the dirt, rip limbs off of robots, and smash them with it, and mm-hmm. tear the head off robots, pick up enemies and swing them, and just like he does, so much fun that you just can't yep. help but laugh. And he's just he's the Hulk. I mean, he's just pure rage enjoyment <laughs> when you're playing with him. He's just he's just so fun. And you then, have
0: such a big smile right now.
2: <laughs> 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 it's a blast. I mean, I I love playing with him. And usually when we, you get a chance to pick who you want to play with in missions, that's who I go with just because he's so much fun. And he moves really fast through levels. Mm-hmm. Like, there were times we were in multiplayer, and I was way ahead of you guys because... His, you were his, lost? <laughs> no, I was lost. I was just going way faster than you guys because he can jump. Disagree. and He can, um like, cling to buildings and and fly over. Like, not fly, but, like, he jumps over top of them. Yeah. He can, like, wall run, basically. Yeah. Like, he does all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, and then my second favorite is just Kamala um, for a lot of the same reasons that Joey touched on. And I just think I like smashing things more than I like shooting things which is what mm-hmm. it comes down to. Um, trying to, to aim and things just I when there's moms of people coming at you, I just want to jump right in the middle of them and, and smash buttons. and Anyone who listens out to this many- <laughs> segment of the podcast <laughs> is very possible. familiar with your
0: tendencies. <laughs>
2: That is that is true. Melee equals fun.
0: I'm <laughs> oh, trying to melee with my way through Wolfenstein Youngblood. <laughs> I played primarily as Thor. Uh, the night that we played multiplayer, I spent most of my time with Thor. The lightning abilities were a blast. It was he was awesome. You could pin dudes down with the hammer, and mm-hmm. one of his challenge abilities is to pin people down with the hammer and then defeat them. Yeah. So he was really cool, but he has this dopey costume, and like the thing with the paywalls is Thor is wearing a don't swear don't swear he's wearing a volunteer shirt yeah and like he's just like wearing blue jeans and a volunteer shirt and like I desperately want him to wear like anything else like
1: yeah I would have almost paid for a lobster hat for him yeah you I mean <laughs> like one of the earlier because I think I think it's like the fourth or fifth level of the challenge card you get you, you get like a normal looking Thor costume I believe and then once you complete once you complete his like story chain in the in the main story you get uh like his iconic outfit which you know looks a lot like that and then when you finish the game you actually get a stark outfit for each of the characters too uh so you do after you play through the story sorry tom uh, oh
0: good i'll never get it terrific
1: (laughs) you do get you do get other you do get other options for that um but they are limited and a lot of the other things do look pretty cool um which is unfortunate that yeah you have to find a way to get those credits to unlock some of those things or get lucky every now and again they have some of them free in the marketplace there's been random ones that I've just gotten I don't know how hmm. they just showed up also as you get later on in the game or once you get to the end game stuff you sometimes you will get uh fabric- fabrication blueprints that basically will give you a random a, a random outfit for a random character. Oh, that'd um, be fun. So yeah, those are those those were those are nice to get too. But it's just like it could be for anybody, and it, it could it could be one that you don't like. Awesome,
0: awesome, complete RNG, terrific. I also played a little bit as Black Widow. She was fun with her agility, like you said. And Kamala Khan was really well done. She was, gosh, she was so good in the story, and like yeah. I'm so
1: just frustrated that I can't see what happens next in so, the story. I mean, I would say if you are actually interested in the story, just watch it on YouTube. I would watch it on YouTube because I think it is a really good story and, and it, it only take you a few hours, like to, tops to, to actually just see the story bits and probably not even, it Maybe be like a little over an hour to watch the rest of the story bits that you hadn't seen. Yeah, I should definitely do that. Highlights of this buggy <laughs> mess. I mean, the story, I think the story is actually really well done. It's, it's one of the strong points, which makes sense for, a studio that has mostly made single player games that, that that would be a focus of it. I think they do a really good job of nailing each of the characters, each of the characters, like they do a good job of representing the other side of the characters that you don't necessarily always see. Um, So like there's some really good moments between Bruce Banner and Ms. Marvel, especially early on, but even all the way throughout because there's one line that he says, which is actually pretty good. He's like, it was near the end of the game. And he tells Kamala Khan that he's like, you know, I thought I was mentoring you, but you were actually mentoring me because it's interesting because Bruce Banner's in this weird state. Like he was the Hulk for most of the time before he met Ms. Marvel. Um, because the Hulk kind of took over, but also the Hulk is depressed over captain America's death and like is feeling the blame. Like all of the Avengers are, And so, like, it's basically Kamala is the person that comes in and sort of convinces them all that, hey, we need to do this to stop what's going on because what AIM is doing is bad. Uh, And so I think there is a lot of really good stuff with the story in there, with all of the characters. Like, there's sides of Tony Stark that you get to see. Um, Like, all the characters have, like, their outward persona, and then you get to see a little bit of that pulled back as you go through, um, which is neat. I think it's really well done that way.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think the story so far has, has really been a highlight of this game. Um, I love smashing things. So that was <laughs> super duper fun as well. Playing as as the Hulk, as I mentioned, was just a highlight. And then learning how to play as all the different characters, too. Um, I'm glad they wrinkled out some of the stuff um, from early on, uh, diversified them a lot more, mm-hmm. made it a lot more fun to play as each individual character and getting to know their strengths and, and weaknesses and trying to adapt and learn how to play as that was was a highlight, too.
0: Unfortunately, my highlight from this game, the highest high for me is pinning dudes down with the hammer. It is fun. It is fun, but, like, Burns, <laughs> like, you telling me everything about this game, and, like, yeah, I'm like, good. oh, my God, I would really, really love this experience. Like, this is an experience. We talk all the time about these games that are great, but they're not an experience for us. This is a game for me. This is a Tom-friendly game, and it's just like, nope, can't play Suck it, Tom. <laughs> That's like if Casey designed a game. <laughs> <laughs> where did this game struggle? Are there any of my, I mean, we talked about the bugs. We talked about... Yeah. We certainly talked about my experience enough. Are there other areas besides the bugs, the paywalls where this game struggles?
1: So, like, the multiplayer, like, side missions aren't varied until you get a higher to a higher power level. Like, you really just have those drop zones that are just kind of the same thing over and over again just in a different setting um like it's 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 like the skin of like one of four different objectives that you're trying to complete in one of like eight different rooms or areas or or 10 different rooms or areas so like those are pretty samey and like i said earlier a lot of the other things that you unlock just add more to it and like fighting against abomination when you're not just the Hulk fighting against the abominations, a lot of fun. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's too bad that a lot of that you have to like grind up, but that's, that's the, that's kind of the game in general. That's all these types of games. You can't play the end game content until you've gotten some experience to get to that point. So I understand that I just wish there was more variety.
0: Destiny. You have your character.
1: Destiny. You have one character that you're working and building
0: on um, power. You're not, you don't have a whole roster that you're spending your time across. That's
1: true. But I mean, also destiny works. (laughs) <laughs> True. Uh, Destiny also sucks. But... Destiny Two works, and Destiny Two does not. Yeah, suck. I'm never going to play Destiny Two, so um, oh, we'll see. The <laughs> other of that thing, The other weird thing is, so <laughs> there's all this stuff talked about through the story that like Nick Fury disappeared. You finish the story, he's just randomly on the helicarrier. You talk to him, you get a mission chain from him. That's great. <laughs> then you start the Cape Bishop story, and Nick Fury's missing it's just like did I play this stuff out of order like <laughs> w- w- like what's going on here and then it's like you get like a random mission chain that's available for you to do that's fighting like the main boss again um, and it's like I go into it and all of a sudden Hawkeyes in the cutscene and it's just like I haven't gotten you yet like what is the order that these things are supposed to go in so some of that stuff just doesn't make a lot of sense uh which kind of pulled me out of the experience like there's been three times where i've randomly oh i've got this i've got this mission that i need to do yet that i haven't done and i go into it and it's like oh yeah it's this cutscene. i haven't gotten a hawkeye yet so i shouldn't do it yet (laughs) and it's just back out of the mission but i don't know there's some of the like how to do what when why Like, some of that stuff just doesn't make a lot of sense in this game. And adding on
0: to that point, you start the game, you fire up the campaign, you do the operation. Like, you're playing through the story. That's great. But then, if you want to do multiplayer, you need to go into the Avengers initiative, and that spoils the end of the game. So, like, if you want to play with your friends before you complete the campaign, there are some serious spoilers in there.
1: Mm -hmm. I didn't pay too much attention to it.
0: Yeah, I tried not to, too. But, like,. Yeah, it's super frustrating. What a weird, weird choice. It is
1: a weird choice. And I can understand that, well, things are at a certain spot, so it's tricky that way. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's some of the things other than the bugs. like And some of the items that you unlock, like really being locked behind mm. either a massive grind or a massive paywall. I don't know. I, just, I think there's things that they could have done to make it a little bit a little bit better that way, um, and so who
2: knows? Who knows? Did you guys struggle with flight at all?
1: No, we've played games before.
2: Yeah, it was just me. Like I was no, like-
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. Do it. That's the reason why I barely ever played as Iron Man yeah, because I-, I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Like, and and here's another pet peeve of that. Sorry to jump in while you were. No, that's why fun. I asked
2: the question because like well, it could have just been me, but I I really struggled with Iron Man and then Hulk 2, or not Hulk, but uh, Thor. Thor because. I just found myself so many times, like, just randomly smashing to the side of a building or, like, getting caught on something. And I'm like, God dang it! And, like, having to, like, pull back and get out of there. In the meantime, I'm getting just blasted by all these lasers and things. Yeah. I'm like, ugh! So you
1: have your hover and then you have your actual flight mode as those two characters. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, different enough to control that it's just hard to remember what button do I hit to drop down, what button do I hit to go up. What can I do when I'm in flight? When you're flying as uh, as uh, as Iron Man, you can shoot things, but I don't know how the heck you're actually supposed to target them. Like, I think you basically just have to have miss- missiles that auto-target is like really the only way that you can hit things, because otherwise, it's like, okay, I want to shoot this guy that's on this ledge. I have to aim myself at him. I'm flying at this ledge. It's like, that's not how... It doesn't work very well that way. So I I did struggle with a lot of the flight stuff, which is most of the reason why I didn't play as much as Iron Man. And Thor has enough stuff on the ground um, and is a little bit like less around the mobility aspect of it that I felt like I could do most of his stuff. And it didn't feel like I was abandoning half the character like I did as Iron Man if I played as him. Yeah, I only played as Thor, and I
0: didn't mind the flight, but a lot of his abilities don't trigger in the air, so it was mainly just traversal. It's like, oh, those dudes are up on that ledge. All right, zip up there real quick. Yeah,
1: and a lot of the trees, like, when you unlock things, you can do like diving attacks down to hit people, and so... So, yeah. Um, I I agree with you on that.
0: My uh, thought on where this game struggled? Not being broken. (laughs) That was a definite struggle for Marvel's Avengers. Thank you, Crystal Dynamics. Overall thoughts and takes away. I wish I could edit that out, but uh, nope. Burnsy, you enjoyed your time with this game.
1: And and Crystal Dynamics didn't know at the time, but they made the number one mistake. And that is... Pissing off the podcast host with 30 regular listeners? Well, no, but it's like We'll get you crystal dynamics. You're Tom, you're a very forgiving person. If people <laughs> No, but like if people apologize and say that they're going to do something to make it better, if people just tell you no. Or tell you no, just do this and, and whatever, no. Or 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 make it seem like it's not like worth their time to deal with you, they are dead to you. Yeah, that's true. So so they they made the like like they broke the golden rule of Tom.
0: Jim Butcher <laughs> is hanging on by like a thread. <laughs>
1: Uh, but overall thoughts and takeaways, because uh, I can say that word uh, correctly, apparently. Uh, for a game that I've put quite a bit of time oh, look at Mr. into vocabulary over here. <laughs> and enjoyed a good amount and that I keep wanting to play more, I'm still extremely torn on this game. Uh, really high highs, but buggy progression, not well-explained systems, just lots of like weird stuff in between. Uh, the, uh, the inability with the add-on characters to unlock the challenge card right away is just all weird and then it's like well what kind of a future does this game have now that Crystal Dynamics has been sold by Square Enix to Embracer Group along with IDOS? like do can they keep making Marvel's Avengers how long does the game even stay live as this sale is pending like once it's finalized and Square Enix like is Square Enix going to keep the servers running for a game that a studio that they don't own, the studio, I mean, the company that owns them is probably going to want them to make a game for them to make money for them. And so, yeah, what's, what is the future of Marvel's Avengers after I think they said, and maybe it was, maybe it was a deep fake on the internet that I got caught into, but I believe they're releasing the Mighty Thor from um, the movie uh, Thor Love and Thunder that's supposed to be uh, tied in with that sometime over the next month before that movie releases so do you want to know how much I love Lady Thor?
0: Guess where she ranks amongst all superheroes for me. Is she dead last?
1: Oh Here. she's number three. I thought, I thought you were button hooking us and saying no. that you hated her. No oh, okay. I I love Lady Thor. Lady oh, okay.
2: Thor is awesome. I hope Natalie Portman crushes it. Spider Man? I'm sure she will. Who's two? Venom. Venom oh duh. Oh, yeah. Duh. Oh he's a villain though. So Lady Thor then Punisher?
0: Yeah, definitely like her more than Punisher. I mean Punisher's awesome. I've had an affinity for the Punisher for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Love me some Lady Thor. Cool that she's coming to this game that
1: I won't be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> well you can play as her. It's a different it's a different uh, chain. So really, like you could probably do the Kate Bishop Bishop stuff, the Hawkeye stuff, until I- <laughs> that bugs out on you and stops your progression and that too. I did start that to see if
0: it worked. And then like it was Maria Hill yelling at me, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad this cutscene fired up.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry you game broke, Tom. I'd be I'd be I bad too. too. Uh I I am looking forward to completing this game with my son, uh finishing the main storyline and I am also uh, looking forward to playing some of the side stories, getting Black Panther and uh, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye stuff as well. So um, it's it's one where I know I will play because I am playing through it with my son, unlike other games in the past that I said I want to go back to and have never gotten back to. This one I will end up playing, even though it is kind of a buggy mess.
0: Do you guys know how negative this experience was for me? I feel like I've made my thoughts abundantly clear. But here, let me just put a fine point on it. I'd rather play Mist. Whoa, come on. I would rather
2: Come on.
0: reinstall Mist and play that because at least it works. Like it's annoying, but like at least I could manipulate that game and actually like play the game.
2: If you knew one hundred percent that if you deleted your save file and it would never ever happen again, that you would actually be able to get through it again, would you not rather play this again over Mist?
0: Yes, if I knew that it was going to work, but the problem is now it's buried. Like OIO is a never-ending crushing grind for me. So like crushing is a strong word. I love I love doing this podcast and I love playing different stuff. But like now I'm on to the next thing. Like I'm on to Ratchet and Clank for the main show. We we're gonna have a new Game Pass forever game coming up soon. And it's like this game. Will probably never make it back to the top of the list for me, and like I'm so sad because Burns, you said you explained so many things of this game so well, and I feel like I just love it, but I'm just not gonna risk my time again.
1: No, it's a hundred. I mean, it's it's kind of like similar to like what my experience was with Sunset Overdrive, right? Um, And so sometimes you just for whatever reason, in your case, it's nothing of your own free will. Um, you just couldn't get into the game and couldn't play it the way you wanted to play it. So you're better off spending your time on other things. Um, and, and that's not too hyperbolic of a statement because mist is a great game. Some would say it was in the middle of the, of the <laughs> Xbox game pass games that we played last year, Some but might say other that. people disagreed. It by far was not the least favorite well, the uh, game I've played for the podcasts. And it, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's not like my second least favorite of all the games we played for the podcasts, um, which might be a new thing we talk about tomorrow. But anyway, oh boy, that's be dropping that bomb, dropping that bomb.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be fun to dive into XCOM. Next month for Game Pass forever, we play Trek 2 Yomi. <laughs> As a vow to his dying master, the young swordsman Haroku. Hiroki is sworn to protect the, his town and the people he loves against all threats. Faced with tragedy and bound to duty, the lone samurai must voyage beyond life and death to confront himself and decide his path forward. Burns, you put this game up for Game Pass Forever. What stood out to you about Trek to Yomi?
1: Really, it's just that it, it looks like it is a side-scrolling action game that is torn straight out of those old, like, 50s samurai movies which I haven't seen a ton of them, but the ones I've seen, I really enjoy. It's a genre I like it, The art style says so in black and white film grain kind of, like, it just looks really good, and so I'm really interested in jumping in and playing it and uh, seeing how fun it is. Burns, I have a 4K TV, and I'm not interested
0: in playing things in black and white. It still looks pretty good, though. Yeah, the art style looks really cool. Yeah. I'm also not a big fan of side-scrolling action games. Like, I tend to drop off them pretty quickly, so this is going to be a pretty interesting experience for me. I'll ask Casey what he thinks, but he's never played a video game before. No. Got it in. Boom! This never. show's almost over. It's
1: uh. It's, uh... <laughs> So I played a little bit of it. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. I'd recommend don't play it on hard. I'm playing it on hard. I still haven't turned it off of it. Um, I won't. Yeah. yeah I we'll won't. talk about it. We'll <laughs> talk about it next month. But yeah, it,
0: it, it can get tricky at times well thank you so much for listening to this standalone segment of the outside is an overrated podcast if you enjoy this content please back our show on patreon game pass forever is tied to a specific tier of donation support you can back us for as little as two dollars a month but at ten dollars a month you get an extra podcast from tom and joey check it out at patreon.com oio thank you for listening stay inside